0: Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John and Pastor Ed, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Radio is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John and Pastor Ed on K Phrase.
1: Well, good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon and I am with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. Tonight's program is Where Do We Go From Here? If this is your first time in joining us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women regain control of their lives so the topics tonight is again where do we go from here and you know unfortunately i wonder how many of the homeless say that where do we go from here mm. when we're out there on the streets or where do we where do we pick this pieces up so blaine i know that you have a scripture it's <clears throat> on your mind would you like to please go ahead and introduce yourself and read?
2: Yeah. yeah, you got it. Well, this is Blaine Nurse, and uh, I'm involved with these gentlemen with this ministry on the treasure of this uh, cornerstone. And yeah, there was a scripture on my mind, you guys. Um, as we go out there weekly, um, it seems like, uh, praise God, we're, we're, we're filling in these, uh, these shoes a little bit. I'd like to read to you guys um, a parable that Jesus wrote. Jesus speaking here. He's speaking in Matthew 25. And he's. I'm going to read to you guys 35 and 36, and uh, we'll, we'll build on that a little bit. So here we go. It says, For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. And I got to just say, uh, brothers and sisters, is, is we get to share and spend time with the, the group that show up really weekly, you know, um, I've got a story I want to share, and, uh, you know, we do have those that are helping us out in this ministry uh, with food and clothing, but I have a story where on a Saturday morning I got to the park a little bit early, and as I pulled in, a woman came running towards me, and she's like, do you have food? And I said, "Well, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm with the church, and you know, we're going to bring food." And she goes, can, "Can I get something for my husband?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, sure." It it was really kind of a cry out. Um, this woman and her husband they were really hungry, and and praise God, you know, we had those, we bring those burritos every week, and she was so appreciative. And and, and, and it, it, I think I can say her name on the nobody knows who she is, but her name was Mary. And And I believe, John, I think later on, I I think you may give some testimony as to what God's been doing in Mary's life. But, you know, as as we read here about, you know, giving them drink, giving them food, clothing, and and even this ministry, um, we we get to go down. We get to talk to them when they're down in jail and and offer them some alternatives. And I think, John and, and Pastor Ed, this is where we're going, is where do we go from here? And just giving them some guidance in some direction. So I just want to start with that scripture. And I know you guys can can fill in,
1: you know, exactly what you're saying about uh, for you um, out there wanting want to know about what we do in the jails there. We actually work out of the courthouse in East County. And we go into the holding tanks and mm. we help the men and women that are incarcerated get placed instead of going back out on the streets being homeless again, get placed into homes or into programs. So, absolutely, you know, that is a blessing. And um, Ed knows Mary. We know Mary very, very well. Oh, yeah. a great guy. We know
3: Mary. Nice lady.
1: Very nice. And her husband was, if I remember right, was Ron, if I remember. Wasn't his name Ron, or was it James? Jo- Joe. 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 Oh, Joe, I'm I, sorry. We see yeah, so Joe. many of them. I believe, I, I, Yeah,
2: <laughs> Joe. You got it. Yes.
1: I Yes, I now remember it. was Joe. You're right.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, He uh, he – I was never sure whether he was a Christian or not. He talked like one, but there were just some things that kind of, you know, you're not sure about. But uh, he was interested in reading books, and he had read, I guess, a couple of different books on Christ and that. But he wanted to read a book on, uh, let me think, uh, Enoch. Enoch, that's right. The book of Enoch. And. Behold, I had one.
1: You just happened to have one in your vehicle, <laughs> so, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, I had did. read
3: it, but I didn't understand a word it said, so I gave it to him. I, <laughs> I figured maybe he could get something out of it. But it's it's just kind of a way of how God provides for needs. Uh, you know, I, I don't know why I ever bought the book. I did read it.
1: But. Um, God knew a reason why you bought it. Yep, to get to yeah. him.
3: Yeah. So God always provides, even when we don't know what What it's going to be used for uh, we get supplied with things sometimes as we get out there, and the people will ask if we've got it and lo and behold, we have it
1: absolutely, <laughs> you know along with Blaine was just talking about sharing about in the scripture there you know it, it's it's about um it's what we do for others, demonstrate what we really think and feel about jesus's words mm-hmm. and you know and and what does that mean to you i mean you know it's about feeding the hungry yep. and you know and giving the homeless a place to stay you know that's what it talks about and um and there's a lot of other ways that we can respond to jesus's words and be helpful in other ministries but you know we we're, we're told not to ignore our brothers or our sisters who are um, out there on the streets
0: mm-hmm
3: yeah, just to kind of carry on where Blaine left off, um, as we talk about where do we go from here, one of the things we want to do is we want to provide a facility where uh, we can take people off the street, we can give them training, both uh, whatever they need to get jobs, and, uh, but also spiritual training, and part of that mm-hmm. spiritual training is we're hoping we're making disciples. Mm-hmm. Yes, and when, once they get uh, over their addictions and they they begin to uh, find work and be able to get out on their own, they'll be able to share Christ and what Christ has done for them. Nothing mm-hmm. beats testimony, and uh, they will have a testimony to give. But in in the scripture, Blaine read on the Matthew twenty five verse.
1: Uh, yes, it was okay. Okay,
3: it yeah. was uh, verse thirty seven is the one I was looking oh. at. Says then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when would we ever see you hungry, or and feed you, or thirsty, and give you something to eat? And then it goes on down with all the rest of naked and closed and and those. But but what intrigued me about this was their question, Lord, when did we do this? Mm-hmm. These are the kind of things you think people would keep in mind, but it had become such a natural thing for them. Being obedient to the Holy Scripture, to the Holy Spirit, that they really didn't uh, think about what they were doing. They were just doing it on the calling of the Holy Spirit. Got to tell a little story about my wife on how the Holy Spirit works. Uh, I, I'm, I'm free to give away whatever I have. You can have the clothes off my back, but I don't give to the people standing on the islands waving signs because too many of them are not truly in need, mm-hmm. but <laughs> some are. My wife, who's uh, – I always say when I get to heaven, she, I'm not going to see her because she's going to be so much closer to Jesus than I am. <laughs> but yeah. uh, she drove by. This, this man was on an island, and he had a sign, and the sign said, have job, waiting for check, uh, paycheck, I guess. <laughs> and she said, God told her, she give him some money. Well, the light changed, and she didn't have a chance. So instead of going straight across, she made a U-turn, pulled into a parking lot, got out of the car, and walked over there to the curb and called this man over, this young man. And the man came over, and she handed him a $20 bill. I think it was only one. She told me only one. Could have been two with my my wife. But uh, this guy was so grateful. He said he's got a job. And he's working, but he needs to get through until he gets that first paycheck. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, that's the anointing to God. That's when God calls you to, hey, take care of that person's need. And I think that's what we need to do is be open to the Holy Spirit. When he points out that somebody has a need, we need to be there to fill it. Absolutely. That's one of the reasons we're trying to get facilities because we see so many uh, needs both not being filled or in the case of addiction, there's a lot of number, uh, places where they can go and get over their addiction. But when they're done with the program, what happens to them? Yes. They go right back on the street with all the temptations of the drug and the alcohol. And and that's this cycle we're talking about we're trying to break. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can get people off the street, but what do you do when they're done with the program?
1: Absolutely. You know, when you were just talking about your wife and the Holy Spirit fell upon her to give her help, the young man there, or the man there, uh, scripture came to my mind. Oh, and man. it means something very well. It's in Hebrews thirteen two, It says, do not forget to entertain strangers, for by doing so, some people have entertained angels without knowing it. So, you know, you just never know who you are entertaining or who yeah. you are helping And wouldn't that be awesome? You know, you entertain an angel, and that angel just goes right back up and tells the Lord, "Hey, this guy is a faithful witness or a faithful servant." And you know, and that's you know, you talk about rejoicing in heaven. I'm sure they're throwing a a big party up there or something. You know, so praise God on that. So that would struck me when you said that. I was thinking, boy, does that does that not go well with Hebrews thirteen two? That's perfect. does.
3: And, and we need to be, we really need to be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about doing things for people. Um, but you know, it's, not everybody out there is, uh, is really honest about what they do. And that's why I don't give to people in the islands because uh, their mission is not always uh, upright. Mm-hmm. But uh, when the Holy Spirit tells you You need to help this person. Uh, We need to be as sensitive to that. Yes. And go and help them. Do what we're called to do.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, helping them, you know, if you feel very, I always say, if you feel very uncomfortable about giving money, because I'm very hesitant about giving out money, but um, I have done it um, on occasion, and I have been led by the Spirit, and I believe that. But um, I always offer them, hey, you hungry? Let's go and get you something to eat. And you can mm-hmm. do that, or are you have need of um, or some kind of a jacket or, or some kind of need like that, you can also provide that. So um, that keeps them from not being tempted with that money because, uh, unfortunately out there, you, you're, um, your hope is gone. Your self-esteem is gone. You, you feel so, so like you're the lowest out there of, of everybody. And what you try to do, you try to numb that up. Mm-hmm. And the way you numb it up, is by alcohol and drugs, unfortunately. That's what they're surrounded out there by. Right. So that's why when we say um, be careful how you, you give out your money is just because of that uh, reason. So, But um, like it says, be prompted by the Spirit.
3: Right. Yeah, I, I heard a recording by, uh, had to have been a recording, by J. Vernon McGee one time that was really interesting. He, uh, somebody had brought up about giving to people, such as the homeless, and he said we're not to question their um, motive and uh, that if they need the money, we're supposed to give it to them. However, he said the other side of the coin is we're to be good stewards of God's money. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, well, we can't necessarily, don't necessarily need to question him. I think we need to be sensitive to, like I say, the Holy Spirit. And, and if you feel uncomfortable about doing it, then don't do it. Yes. but But we don't. When somebody comes up and asks for money, it's okay to ask what they're going to use it for. Uh. But you can't ask them to prove it or I'm going with you to see, make sure you don't and, and those kinds of things. We just have to trust God that they're going to use it correctly.
1: And you know it's another good comeback on that, too, is when you, if you're going to give them some money, say, hey, look, uh, this is not for me. This is from Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving this to you. It kind of gives that second thought in their head. Ooh, you know it's not right. like he didn't say that it's he said that, and I don't know if I'm yeah. going to spend it on this, so it's just it's just a little thought it sticks in their head a little bit longer than yeah. than not so um do you have some
2: yeah, play? um it's great listening to you guys, and we've all experienced homelessness um or helping them or, or trying to help, but you know that's why we're here you know we're we are a safe place. It was so nice to see um those that are involved with this radio station come by and say hi. Um Cornerstone is a safe place where there's clothing, there's food, there's water. God used you to get down to that dungeon um, at the court system. Um, I think this is just a great opportunity. See, man, if, if there's anybody out there that just wants to look into us, can can, we, can they stop by and come see us if they wanted to? Some of our listeners, or is there a phone call, a phone number for them to to call and talk with us personally, or they can see what's going on through this ministry, Really touching and ministering to each and every need because as we know in this room, the three of us are all different, and so are those that are on the streets. They all have different needs, um, different wants, and we've been able to watch the ministry team that's behind all of us through the church. Um, They just amaze me on a weekly basis on how they minister and hug and hold and pray. Um, With so many of those out there, and we've even seen some of us take our own jackets off our backs on a rainy day. Yeah, absolutely i can
1: take off their shoes and yeah. give it to them yes yep.
2: so so we're we're pretty safe i would say men we're, we're pretty safe on on uh, god using this ministry to reach them to feed them and make sure they're getting what their needs are and to where they're not out wasting it you know yes. they're 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 getting provided for through this ministry and i just want to say you know hats off you know hallelujah praise jesus um it's affecting people just as it did Mary. Did did you guys talk about? Um, I've been quiet for a while. You guys, now here I go. <laughs> um, remember, uh, now you, we talked about Mary and Joe, right? But we even that day she was hungry. Praise God, there was food. But uh, we ended up getting them into some housing. Yes, so Mary. So they had, yeah, Mary. At yeah, lay their head.
1: Yeah, Mary got in um, with her um, husband Joe, and they got into a place, and they were doing very very well. And so it's just, you know, and she still calls back and keeps in touch. And yes. what's really awesome is you, you see a person who was so down on their luck and so distraught. I shouldn't say distraught, I is another word I wanna use, so um hopeless. That's the word. Mm, you know, yes. there's no hope. Um you would hear the tragedy, um uh just to let you know that if they're not around their um they're Their clothing are their, you know, sheltering that they have, like their tent or whatever, and they're actually 15 feet away from that. That's called abandonment in the city. So the city has the right to throw it away. And unfortunately, we hear a lot that that happens. And so when we give them clothes, folks, um, they don't have a washing machine or dryer. So they wear their clothes as long as possible until they can't wear them no more. And then they end up usually throwing them away. So that's why we keep giving them clothing out there, or they'll get them, I call it abandonment, and they get thrown away that way, too. So um, that's one of the things that uh, maybe a lot of you don't understand who haven't been out there. That's why you see them going around with a big shopping cart and stuff, is because they're changing clothes, because after a while, they start to get odor in them, and yeah uh, we call it ripe sometimes which you know and that's unfortunately but it does happen that's who we are mm-hmm. and so and that's why they carry so much clothing to change and stuff so mm-hmm. um that's one of the things but yeah we have a lot of um uh, uh, ex- uh i call them a heartfelt uh you know, testimonies from, you know, from being out on the streets and finally getting into a place. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, um, Tracy and Lee, um, they were out there in El Cajon on the streets for about seven or eight years. And we went out and started ministering with them. And over over time, they gave their trust out to us and, you know, and, and really started trusting in this. And, they, and they, they'll they come in and can find a lot of things to you. And so they did. And you know what? We got them into a place, and they are st- Still doing wonderful things, mm. and and still in their place. So you know, it's God gets the credit. I am just so happy just to be a servant to see this and get the witnesses. Yeah, it just gives you that extra boost, and you know that you need. So,
3: you know, one of the other things we haven't talked about is it's not just the homeless we minister to. We've ministered to people that there are with the price of apartments anymore. Yeah. There's a lot of people that can't afford an apartment, but then they don't eat or they don't buy things. We've g- <clears throat> gone out to and provided the diapers for people with children and those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. You've got the money to get into an apartment, but it's food and it's uh, diapers and it's that kind of thing that they can't afford. So we do do that also.
1: Yes, and they, and they do have um, fixed incomes. Um, some only get eight to $900 a month. And um, unfortunately, I don't know. You can't you can't make it out here in San Diego uh, for an eight hundred to nine hundred dollars a month. You know, so in placement. So that's what we're trying to get into. We're trying to get low income housing so that that will be one you know affordable rate um, to get into places. So it's not saying necessarily they don't have the money. It just they just can't afford a place. Yeah. So um, that's what uh, we're trying to do with Cornerstone Transitional Housing mm-hmm. is to get them off the streets, get them back into uh, being a productive person again, and get them a job and get them enough savings so when they can get in, they can continue to make their payments. You know, subsidize. So that's one of the greatest things having here.
3: Okay, uh, just a little scripture here. That just one verse. I'm going to read. I says, give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And sometimes it, uh, it's not just God. Sometimes, and that's kind of where we feel we fit in. It's, it's, we are God's hands and feet. And, and the people do uh, trust us, and they, they, they tell us everything we need to know about them so that we can help them in what they're doing But the bottom line is, it's all about God, and that's what we try to pass them on to.
1: Absolutely. You know, in James uh, 2, um, 15, it says, Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you say to him, Go, I wish you well, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about his physical need, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it does not accompany by action, is dead. And you know, it's one of our things here too. You know, we you know we have that at times where you know what, just today is not a good day. I don't want to help you today, but you know, you're missing out on opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that's what I you know want to say. Don't miss out on your opportunity to serve for the Lord.
2: Yeah, and I I agree with that one, brother. Um, that book of James. You know, we 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 don't want to say be warm and filled. Um, we want to be there for him, and so. Um, one of the things I wanted to mention with you guys and with our audience is that you know each person is so individual that um, you know what it's good for them to have somebody to talk to. They don't, mm-hmm. you know, they, hear, they not only do we have you know the pastors and just the body of Christ out there praying for them, but you know the the praise report uh, folks is um, we get some good Bibles out there too. Amen. We, we get uh, we lots of lots of good Bibles. We we have those Gideon Bibles and the, those. Jeremiah Bibles, and we uh, hand them out to those that are getting baptized and accepting Jesus. And I agree with you there, Pastor Ed. It's all about the Word. It's all about His love, but uh, it's all about salvation also. So that, that's number one.
1: Absolutely. You know, I'd like to just take this time to say yeah. um, we at the Cornerstone Transitional Housing is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. So mm-hmm. just to let you know who we are and what we're doing. So um, there's a old saying that I love— Uh, What I usually uh, what I like saying is um, there is no exercise better for the heart than reaching down and lifting people up. Mm. So, um, you know, your donations would be very helpful for us to continue to be out there serving and helping the homeless and the needy. So please get with us if you could on. We're on the Web at Cornerstone Transitional Housing dot org. That's one way you can donate. If you like to come out and see what we're doing, you can we'll give you the telephone number and the telephone number would be 619 715 6915 again that number is 619 715 6915 so um please get please help us the best uh please help us the best you can um we like to put them in i said again before that we never take a paycheck we do this all voluntarily we place people into you know, hotels to get to them, to work with them on a one-on-one basis so that we can get them into the right program or into the right home. So that's one of the things we do, Des. So <clears throat> it doesn't much. It doesn't take much to change a life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, please help us by your donations. So if um, any one of you have anything you'd like to add in with that?
3: No, I would say that uh, that we uh, we don't take wages. We don't take. Money, Uh, we don't spend money (laughs) on ourselves, but uh, the money we we do take in is at this point probably ninety nine point ninety nine percent going towards the help of others all the time. Um, And and just as a reminder, we're talking about what's what's ahead. What we're looking at ahead is our own facility, Mm -hmm. and that's going to require some funding. And uh, so at this point, we're still working kind of loosely out of our cars and homes and things, but we would like to really get to a point where we could have facilities, where we could take people in and take them through a process that we could design specially for
1: them. Thank you. Yes, absolutely, mm-hmm. Ed. And, you know, um, one more thing I'd like to do, I'd like to give a shout-out to our sponsors that are helping us, um, Anna and Cam over at Goodwill and Javier, at sombreros Mm -hmm. and we'd like to say thank you to pastor steve Forsyth over at the alcohol and westland church um for his great help in helping us uh help the homeless and the needy out there too Mm -hmm. and we do want to give a shout out to the um homeless outreach team that we have going out helping us. They do such yeah. a fine job. You mentioned on that, Belaney, they do. they do. I've actually seen them where they actually did. T- and their shoes, when they give to them, are not old shoes. So <laughs> I just want to put that out. They're not old, dirty old shoes. They they're, right brand, they're brand new shoes. Because I had a lady tell me, man, I just bought these shoes. So yeah. I just, um, I just think that's kind of funny. And close because it was cold mm-hmm. one of those days and took it right off. So... We just want to we just want to say thank you for joining us tonight and um, stay tuned for next week um, for our show at 8 p.m and we're looking forward to saying God bless every one of you and thank you for being with us at cornerstone radio mm-hmm
0: Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John and Pastor Ed, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and will remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstone transitional This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John and Pastor Ed here on K Praise.